0: Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we talk about any form of media that tell stories, usually movies and TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hey, my name is Albert. This is me? On this episode, we are going to be talking about It Comes at Night. Oh, we should label, yeah.
1: We should, talk about, we should <laughs> label this podcast as, hey, nobody wants to see The Mummy, so we're going
0: to watch this movie. <laughs> uh, I saw The Mummy. Oh, you saw The Mummy? Did you really see The Mummy? 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 Wait wait which, which which movie which It Comes At Night did you watch the the porn version no, oh, or the yeah. the real version? Well, first of all,
1: <laughs> first of all, It Comes At Night always comes at night for me. It's not just this week and all, <laughs> this weekend and stuff. Like that. It, it's every night. But did you actually watch the mummy? I did. Uh-huh. How how that
0: work out for you? Just real quick.
1: Yeah, it was weird. one
0: one minute, two minute review. I mean, what one, no, one th- two minutes sense? You know, so I, I'll do this after the credits. Okay, I'll do it after credits. Okay, and in fact, I did watch five movies this past five days. Holy cow! So, so we I, 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 I can cover that over in the after credits if right, you like. But for, your, for for this movie, it comes at review? night. Um, when was the first time you heard about this movie?
1: About literally five minutes before I walked in the theater. No, what? I'm kidding I'm, uh, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, uh, I here's my here's my thing going into it. I saw the trailer maybe a few months ago. Thought it was really atmospheric, really spooky. Same. Do you remember anything else? I'd never seen a second trailer. Didn't hear anything about this movie. Well, I th- just looked at the the movies that were uh, showing this weekend. I'm, I was going to watch the Mummy. It comes at night. It was at eighty six. Uh, yeah, it's
0: pretty high in runs the
1: movie. So I, that's why I decided to go watch it. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know who the directors were. I know Joe Edgerton, but that's about it.
0: I also know Joe uh, Edgerton and uh, Rilo Keogh. Riley Keough. Riley Uh Those those are the only two uh, actors that I knew from the movie. I also did see this trailer like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Originally, this was supposed to be a limited release movie because it's an indie film. It feels like an indie film. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess the trailer caught buzz. Right. So they decided like, let's go wide, which I think was a mistake. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but easy, easy with the, with, the, with the self-esteem and stuff like that. I, think and wanted, I thought this was a Blumhouse movie, but apparently it's not no, Blumhouse. It's, it's not from a the people
0: House. who released uh, The Vivech, right?
1: Yeah, it's not blue. Uh, yeah, not a blue house, but it's the rich people. Uh, a twenty four, whatever. A twenty
0: four. Yeah, this uh, this didn't feel like a blue house film in the first yeah. place. You know? Yeah,
1: because they always showed you what the monster was, but that's not the point here. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, But the, the teaser trailer was pretty, like you yes. said, atmospheric, and you have no idea what's going on. Yes. Which is ideal. Mm-hmm. But what I got from the teaser trailer was it's gonna be a horror movie, a mm-hmm. jump jump out of your seat kind sure. of movie. Oh, well, comes a the
1: twist. There's gonna be a twist at the end. And the, twist, the twist is. It's not. <laughs> and there's no, there's no it's not. There's no
0: twist. There's nothing at So, about. so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and start with you. Go ahead. What do you, what do you, what do you think about the movie?
1: I'll just, give, I'll just give you my overall summary. I mean, there's, no re- there's only an hour and a half movie. There's not much to talk about. My whole, here's my whole review and stuff like that. It's a good first effort. It's very atmospheric. It's really well directed. Not a I- first
0: effort, by the way. What did you direct before? Uh Krisha. I mean, which uh, which we on. haven't seen Come on man Another, another indie film so It um, was well, say, it was just, well renowned
1: Yeah let's just say his, It's his first or second movie It's a good first ever It's his effort. first or,
0: wide release movie I'll say that he, or now. I know that it's also, the, I did a little research The guy's afterwards. name is uh, Trey Edwards Schultz
1: I'll give him uh, I did look at, a little bit afterwards He's like 28 So let's just say This is his first movie I mean come on I thought it was really well Shot the cinematographer Is the one oh that gosh, really yes. Deserves uh, a lot of the credit you know yep. what I mean? Because I like movies that are they use that natural light source. You know what I yep. mean? Whatever whatever the light is coming from in the frame of the movie, that's where the light is. It's not artificial, third-person kind of light. I yep. like that a lot. Uh, I, like I said, I like the direction overall in the sense that he, cre- he did create a great sense of atmosphere, uh, a sense of dread, and all that good stuff, right? Tension. Yeah, tension, in other words, another way of putting it. I like Joe Edgerton. I thought the kid was fine. I thought everybody else was fine. I thought nobody really to
0: took Which any- kid are you referring to? Uh, the black kid. Not
1: the little little kid, the the seventeen year old black kid. And the a teenager. Like yeah, the teenager and stuff like that. Okay, and There's only two kids. Why would I be talking to five year olds? It wasn't. Well, there's a there. kid
0: and there's a kid. So oh, if you so so want to differentiate the two,
1: oh, okay. one is teenager, one is kid. I thought the black kid would the black kid would have distinguished them enough. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> the problem is racist. The there's, <laughs> there's only like six people in it. And I don't think any any of the actors took anything. Well, there's way. more.
0: There's six main people, and then there were there were two other people, whatever.
1: Right, but I'm saying none of the acting. None of that just took anything away off the table. We took anything away from the movie. I thought, uh, I thought every everything was fine. But overall, I'll I'd be I'd be more interested to see what he does next than t- rave and talk about this movie. Agree. You know I
0: mean, no, I agree. I agree. But but everything you said was kind of my my same point of view too. Uh, first couple minutes I'm like wow This is a gorgeous movie mm-hmm. The lighting The cinematography Is fantastic uh, Capturing the forest In pitch blackness And then all you see Is the flashlight mm-hmm. It's fantastic I love that You know yeah. it was, I could just I could probably watch this movie Without having like any volume And just like kind of Watch yes. the visuals And mm-hmm. it's It's a beautiful movie And I really think The high round of tomato score Is based on The cinematography Yeah You know Because I really cannot fault this movie For its technical prowess Yeah like,
1: aesthetically, it looks beautiful.
0: I, I aesthetically, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, the lighting is really great. the The camera angles are really great. The the way everything kind of builds up into like everything is works in concert to to give you that sense of dread throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. which is kind of the same thing that The Witch kind of also did. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only that, but this one, all the soundtrack, the the musical score was like this pulsing kind of yeah. kind of beat where it really was like. You're, it's like almost like your heart is thumping. You're like, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? What's going to happen? It, it just kept building up to the, like, okay, the shoe yeah. is going to drop any moment now. And it's kind of the feeling yeah. whenever you, whenever I was watching this movie. And it kind of never really did. Yeah,
1: it's one. Of, okay, yeah. Now that we talked about the strengths, some of the weaknesses. It's one of those movies where uh, Roger Ebert used, used to describe movies. He doesn't describe movies anymore because he passed away, obviously. But he used to describe <laughs> movies yeah. as like, it, movies, as it goes along, it has to build a certain amount of momentum for you to get really invested and really interested in the movie, you know what I mean? And at some point, it, it reaches a, a, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like a rocket, you know, it finally leaves orbit, right, you know what I mean? at the very end. And
0: it's one of those things
1: where it just never quite got there, you know what I mean? It felt like, it, this, is why, this is my impression. I did no research as far as if this is true or not. It feels like this director had a script about uh, the kid that was focused on the kid mostly and about Agreed. his coming of age about his uh, being being stuck in this uh, post-apocalyptic world his up- and also dealing with puberty at the same time You know all these different right. issues about teen and then at some point Joe Edgerton signed on for this movie and Joe Edgerton of course is a big star and I think the script got re- got rewrote or re- rejiggered a little bit because he came in and he needed a bigger part because he's a bigger star and stuff like that yeah. and he was used to sell the movie. that's my impression because like I said because, like I said, the, the movie it felt like it was fighting itself. Is it the kids' movie? Is it the father's movie? You know what I mean? That's what. That's you know. And ultimately, that's that's my that's my thing. That's my take.
0: No, I agree. I I really think they should have stuck with the. Well, we're assuming the original idea was, uh, the the teenagers, uh, grieving on his grandfather's death, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of what's like, triggering everything that's happening in this movie, in a sense. Yeah. Because every kind of build up to some kind of some kind of bad scene to happen were we're pretty standard. I mean, yeah. uh, the first thing was uh, the, the the new guy, the, the, the other dad yes. showing up. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, in a regular standard horror movie, you're thinking, Oh, it's gonna be a good monster or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's just the other guy, you mm-hmm. know. And he was like, definitely a good guy, blah yeah. blah blah. But you don't know that. Yeah. If the movie's all about mm-hmm. like paranoia. Who mm-hmm. do you trust? Yeah. In a cast of six people, you know, who, yeah. do you, who do you trust?
1: And also, I think if it, if, I, if I'm just assuming what the original script is, if it was from his perspective, it would be a, like a thing where like it's a teenager like, like entering adulthood in a post-apocalyptic look. Apocalyptic world, and how and how does he formulate trust? How does he become adult in that circumstances when he's facing another father, potential father figure, another uh, sexuality with the with the uh, other person's wife and stuff like that? Right, you know, you know what I'm saying? And also a little bit of like, how do you, how does he become a big brother in this world where death is just like that? You know what I mean? Where the sense of death and dread is uh, is is. Is all, is everywhere. I think that's what the dream sequences were. You know what I mean. He sees death everywhere as he just hangs over him. You know what I mean. Some people might interpret that as a supernatural thing. You know what I mean. Like he's has some sort of possession or he has a sort of foresight or something like that. But I just. I read it as like he's just living in this world, and he's like it, death is all over him. You know what I mean? It's yeah the the the, the,
0: the dream sequence, the nightmare sequence are kind of like really misleading because mm-hmm. it yes. makes you think that there's going to be some kind of like
1: oh, there's not that's that's the most that's not the only misleading thing about this movie, by the way, too.
0: Oh no, no go yeah. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What you're saying?
1: Oh, uh, there's a lot of they throw a lot of stuff out there, and like I said, they don't have to answer all these questions, right? It's like oh, the first thing is like oh, the uh, Joe Edgerton takes the guy to his family, and then they get ambushed by two people. You don't know if that's yes. part of a larger group. And then there's the whole thing. I knew they were going to come back to this one, is where the guy t- tells Joe Edgerton that he his brother died. You know yeah. I mean? And they and they pull it back
0: and stuff. I like. thought the same thing too, because yeah. like that's a very odd thing to mention. Like yeah. like suddenly like oh yeah, I was taking my brother. It's like if you're watching it like a procedural show. Mm-hmm. And it kind of stands out. They go, okay, that's gonna be a clue. That's a clue, yeah,
1: kind of thing. And uh, you know what? I I know s- some people are upset by these questions just kind of left out there, like dangling. But also like the premonition with the with this with the sun and so uh, with the little. Well, kid. are
0: they really premonitions though?
1: Yeah, exactly. But The thing is, they hint at that. But anyway, I I kind I can see both arguments. I can I I understand that not a movie like if they're if they're doing if if they're doing some sort of like realistic apo- apocalyptic kind of walking dead kind of thing you don't know the answers to everything that happens to you in this kind of world right. you know what I mean? It's, it's fine and also but the thing is if that in knowledge, with that knowledge, would that, or not knowing that would have fit in more with the theme of the movie, like what the movie is also no, was about. Not really. It would have worked out a little bit better too. And, oh sorry, that's the other problem too. What was what was the actual was the moral? What was the theme of the movie? What, what what was the point?
0: It's a paranoia and trust. Yeah. That's it. That, it it's very it's very simple. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. Like 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 Joe Elginger's character was like he wants to trust this family, mm-hmm. but at the same time, he can't trust his family because he yeah. has to look out for his own family. But the, the 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 whole the whole uh, notion of him not being able to trust the other family ends up really bad. Yeah, you know, if it, it wasn't be a, for that,
1: yeah, yeah, I I get a little bit of that, but it's also yeah, like communication. If they were talked a little bit more, you know what I mean, they would have kind of worked things out in the third act and stuff like that. But like I said, it doesn't really. To me, it's not very crystal clear. It Doesn't kind of gel together. And then the problem I had with the third act, even though part of the third act was incredible, where they had the Mexican standoff, I thought that yes, was really Yes, yes, I actually. I actually did this with my eyes. I didn't oh, really? really, really I, okay. I really thought the wife was gonna shoot the guy. You know? Shoot him once he put the gun down, I thought she was gonna shoot him right in the face. You know what I mean? So that, so, the, but the fact that I did this, you know, I put in my, I didn't want to watch it, it. That means the director is doing something. something something's doing. Well, right. oh, fair enough. But fair the problem enough. with the third act is, as it kind of played along, I realized the other main character, the other quote unquote character, the black kid, the kid, he's just in the house. Yeah, know? he was like, absent he, the whole time. He doesn't
0: do. He doesn't.
1: He doesn't fit into that third act in any in any way. And also. The disease that ultimately brings them down—it doesn't. It wasn't a really a matter of trust. It was just kind of random. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? So it's just one of those things where it's kind of—it's just not quite there yet. And another thing is another uh, another problem I had with the the movie is like so Joel Entertain takes a guy. They have that confrontation with the with the other two guys in the in the woods. They have a violent confrontation, and then it skips ahead right. three days to the kid, you know, and seeing them. Well, come then
0: ba- coming back already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought, hey,
1: you might want to. Have something in between there. They could have yeah. added
0: something, but then, you know, it's an indie film. They probably didn't have the budget for that.
1: I think they might cut it out because if it's an hour and a half, they must have shot more than an hour and a half. Come the, on, some movies
0: are just an hour and, and a half. And
1: also, uh, the thing is, if you're good, I mean, why didn't they give the why, in, instead of doing that skip, why didn't they have? Uh, more scenes with the mother and stuff. It, you would have felt more for the entire group than entire family if they had any scenes with the wife and stuff. But I, you That's know true. I mean? The wife was pretty underwritten. Yeah, it was pretty...
0: Riley Keough was, had, more, had more scenes than the wife. Right. Yeah. If
1: you're doing a, a six-person play and stuff like that, you know, why couldn't you give the wife any scenes? It's,
0: it's odd to me. Yeah. It was kinda, plus, I mean, you could say it's also her fault. She's the one that asked him to bring the other family aboard. Yeah. You know, like, like, all these bad things would not have happened well, that's debatable though. Mm-hmm. That might be also what the director was trying to do. Mm-hmm. It's like this random stuff that happens. There's no real solution, there's no real answer mm-hmm. to how they could have prevented anything. No. Cuz I mean, I mean, the, main, the one of the main things that people like uh, complain about this movie too is the the title. It yeah. comes at night. What is it? Mm-hmm. The poster has the dog looking staring staring at like nothing in the forest. And we're, we're, we're supposed to assume that there's something in the forest? Yeah.
1: But and I'll, I'll tell you this, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me get to cut you off. Okay, go ahead. At the end of the movie, when the you know, credits and stuff, I watched it with like maybe 15, 20 people in the theater. uh uh-huh. There was an audible, like, what the hell? What? <laughs> what? What's going on? What? What? Oh, come on. Did you get
0: any of that? No, I walked right out.
1: People just got shuffled. Shuff I walked the right out
0: as right. soon as the movie ended. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Right out.
1: Wheels <laughs> up. I'm gone, guys. I'm like, I'm five thousand miles. I'm climbing. I'm flying out. This, this but yeah, but, pe-
0: but people were quiet though. They yeah. were quiet. Like they were probably thinking of their head. Like, wait, w- what are we supposed to get out of this? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it ends in a pretty poignant scene. You know, it starts. The movie starts off with the the three, the family of three. Mm-hmm. Well, not the the movie started off with them killing the grandfather. But yes. anyways, in the beginning, they had the family of three eating dinner. Mm-hmm. Which, first off, my, that's, that's the first red flag of the, about this movie. Like, oh, it's not going to be as great as people say it is. Mm-hmm. They threw away their food. Assum- assuming, right? You know,
1: well, they had leftovers left on the
0: plate. Assuming, so assuming. Right. Okay, apocalyptic setting and food is scarce. Mm-hmm. You're really going to just like fast the food aside? Yeah. No way. Lick the, no Lick those way. plates, man.
1: Lick those plates. You're going to eat everything, man. Sure,
0: you're grieving that your grandpa's dead, yeah. but eat your food.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's one, and. Yeah, the end sort of mirrors the beginning And then did you I, I read this on the Wikipedia page did, did you get the impression that the 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 mom and dad were sick At the end, the, the last thing? I did not I didn't either they um, didn't I, It, would, it would
0: be logical if they were Because there were multiple it times sense. It would, they would be multiple times where they're so strict Okay, you gotta wear your gas mask, yeah. blah, blah, blah blah. But there were multiple times where they don't Yeah right. And
1: they spent basically, what, a whole night With the kid inside the bedroom, you know Yeah Exposed to the guy And also, but to me, I would I think logically it made sense for them to be sick and they would just pass away along with their sons. Yeah, well, that will be the, the logical the, conclusion. The, the, my, oh, the, the dickish part of me, the, the dickhead in me, says, you know what, you should live with that. Live with the fact that you two are just, it's just you two without your son and stuff like that. That would be, yeah. to me, that would be cruel and that would be like But at the same time sad. though, it's not,
0: it's, it's not completely their fault. I mean, they kind of followed procedure. If if the kid, the, the, the white kid, was actually sick, yeah, the best thing yeah. for them to do was separate for three days to make sure that nobody's... But mm-hmm. notice how the movie... Purposely made it so that you don't know if the kid was actually sick or not. Right. Even though they acted like it, they, we never got confirmation. Yeah. Like, cover your eyes, cover your eyes. Well, why would you be telling the kid to cover your eyes if he's not sick?
1: Yeah, I don't think you should get, in that case, I don't know if you should get your cake and eat it too. I mean, clearly. The kid is sick. You might as well show the eyes or have yeah. some illusion to it. Even I mean, when the fine.
0: kid died, you never, get the, you never get confirmation. It was yeah. like, the, the, you're right, the the, the the director was kind of like playing with us. It's yeah. almost manipulative. Like, no, I want you to make sure to make you guess. And, you know, some of us don't really like to have to keep guessing all the time. Yeah. And things thing is, when th-
1: that mystery doesn't really, again, it was There's no payoff. How, 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 <laughs> is there a payoff? Is there a part of a theme that you're trying to say? I don't, I don't know what it does. You know, It's still, like I said, I'm- I like the fact that this is a first effort. I like the cinematography. I like the acting and all that stuff. But like I said, I I think it would be he, he also wrote this too. He I, did, yeah. It's one of those things where I think a second his second effort where him directing uh, a script from a, a more of a veteran writer and stuff like that would 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 would, would be better. You know what I, mean? I mean? It would just be to sure. me it would be more interesting. You know what I mean? Maybe he
0: needs like a like a script doctor. Yeah,
1: something like that. It's just like like I said, A for effort, A for cinematography, but everything else is
0: eh. Yeah, I like the like I mean. I will rhyme on about the logic in the movie. Like, well, I'll, I'll go back to the dog thing. Okay, the dog runs off mm-hmm. and he suddenly quiets down like something killed him. Yeah. Like, who killed the dog? Heck, mm-hmm. who killed the dog? Yeah. There's no saying who it is. Who Who do you think opened the red door?
1: Oh, I think, I think I'm going to go the let's just say the little kid. The other little kid.
0: Now, kid. how does this explain the dead, the dead dog in the room then? What else? It's
1: two separate events. It's two separate, so, two separate two events? Two separate events. Something killed the dog. He got hurt. He got somehow back into the room and the little kid heard that and then he, uh he uh, he opened the door. I'm but I want to th- explain why the little kid was okay. So he here's how must have happened. I'll give this for a The dog gets hurt. God gets himself back into that door area. The little kid hears it, opens the door, but decides to not. He's not covered in blood or anything, so he didn't touch the dog right. Right. So he he just saw the dog and he goes back in. Goes back to sleep, but he doesn't go back to sleep in his parents' bed. He goes off to his grandfather's. Uh, Grandf- the grandfather's room, right? Or something like that. And yeah. And it, it's just like shivering and, and the, the, the black kid, the teenager, has to take him back to his, his parents' room, right? Yes. That's what, that's what we're led to believe.
0: Kind of. Right? The, yeah, you're right. They're saying that the kid did that. But the kid had to open the red door and then open the outer door and yeah. somehow get the dog inside? Yeah. I, I find it hard to believe. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can think of is is the, uh, the teenage kid actually did it. Oh, every time he has a nightmare, he's actually sleepwalking, yeah, which makes you wonder why Joe Egerton's character was like, let's just run sleepwalk. Mm-hmm. Maybe he asked that because he has experienced that, yeah, maybe maybe every time the kid has a nightmare, he's actually sleepwalking and okay. here's the thing though for these for these kind of type of questions or
1: for you to kind of inquire about these characters or what the answers are to, them, to, the, to the movie and stuff like that
0: you have to care enough I don't, I don't care that much about it yeah you that's know the mean? thing too I, I didn't even like the teenager kid yeah I, I, I thought I, the kid I, was I thought the kid was fine but if acting wise sure I just yeah. questioned the logic with some of the stuff they did
1: if there was some sort of argument against the kid it does feel like he only hits like one note like he's always like
0: oh my god oh my God'
1: he's, he's like oh everything's
0: so dreadful everything's
1: so horrible which it is I guess in this world and get he has a nice little moment with the wife and stuff like that but for the most part like he's like, oh my God it's everything's so shitty you know he's always just like a de- they'd be downer he's always depressed I know you
0: know I, I was just like thinking like like it kind of sucks for the other family because yep. here, here they were they were taken in by this by this seemingly nice family mm-hmm. and then this and then everything turns to shit. Yeah, and now now they're like worried for their life. They're worried like, oh, don't kill me, don't kill me. Yeah, but to you be know?
1: fair, if their original story checks out or version of their original story checks out, they were running out of water, so they would have perished in some, in in regardless, you know, what I mean? they would have died. Fair yeah. enough, you know fair what I mean? enough. So I mean, like I said, I mean to be honest, I spent more t- in the last in this last twenty minutes of this podcast, I spent more time thinking about this movie than I really should have invested. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, come on, it's. I mean, it's, like I said, A for effort. I'd be interested to see what this guy does does next. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. To me, he's a guy who. Sh- I mean, if it's a on, never mind. Yeah, I mean, I will give this movie and it's okay, purely on a technical level. Purely on a technical level, but if I was a, if it wasn't for that, I would not recommend this movie at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, if if I would not recommend somebody go to the theater, pay money for it. if cats if it comes on Netflix. And people were curious. I said, like, "Yeah, I could check it out." It's on Netflix and stuff like that. Dude,
0: Netflix—they're not going to survive Netflix because people get so distracted. Yeah. they can look at their phone. I think this
1: is the guy. I think uh, sorry, I, mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. But I think this guy. I hope this—if this guy goes on to direct like an s- episode of Stranger Things next season or something like that—is he really? Oh, you think no, he is? I think that should be his like his trajectory. Tra- 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 this tra- tra- sounds, tra- tra- sounds like the something.
0: kind of director. Who a studio like Marvel or Wonder? That's what, will pull.
1: You know the hesitation I had like two minutes ago. That's what I didn't want to say. You know, what I, mean? I don't want him to be like one of those guys, those white guys that gets like he's makes a do sick, another
0: Star Wars movie. You know, I another mean? Star Wars
1: movie just because he made a five million dollar uh, Indie movie and stuff like that. They give him like two hundred million dollars to do it the next Godzilla
0: and stuff like that. It's like, come no, on! No. What they need to do is hire the cinematographer this guy had. Yeah, exactly. You know, unless you he really help with the cinematographer, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel, I like, feel know. like we need to look up who the cinematographer is. Hey, you know
1: what? I'm, I'm actually a little bit of a dick. because I said the cinematographer's great, but I never looked at the guy's name.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way too. I mean, in my review, I was like praising the cinematography, but what is who is the cinematographer? Uh, did he do company credits, technical? I'm looking at the IMDb page right now. Uh, you have
1: to go. You have to click on oh, full cast. Full cast. Okay, yeah. full cast.
0: How did that many cast members? By the way, I only counted six people. I don't get what's going on. Produced I'll dig by cinematography so you know, by Drew Daniels. All right, uh-huh. let's see what what he did. Drew Daniels also did. Okay, he also did Christian Also did Krisha. Thunder Road, Found Footage 3D.
1: Oh, okay. So he's a new. Oh, okay. So he's new to the scene. So he basically came up came up with this guy, the director and stuff like that, for the most part, right? I don't see any. Yeah, it looks like it.
0: Yeah. Right. They're like a, a partner team, I guess. I don't see anything else that I've seen really.
1: Yeah, everything else in two thousand and nine, 2010, they were all it looks like short like a short. Lot of shorts, short yeah. yeah. I I dig it. I mean, maybe that's a guy who's who's uh who's to who's you should look out for. Wait, let's see what he's
0: working on right now. Scroll down a little bit.
1: Anything we, we recognize?
0: Dan Miller is a short, short, short All short. All short. Except for the here we are. Here we are look here we are looks like a national full length. Okay. Oh, inheritance. Uh-huh. Inheritance is one another one. Oh, you recognize it no no inheritance is another one that's coming out this year click on it don't know any other
1: I think it's another independent movie go back a little bit click and click on here we are see what see
0: here we are born to be king ah. oh
1: let' like say this guy is is really into independent movies man okay. or or
0: that's all he's getting hired for
1: yeah, let's see. What, uh, that's somebody I'll keep an eye on for the next, you know, next couple of years. See, yeah, see if a I, big, I really think this is somebody, that, that, that
0: somebody a big director is going to go, I like his work. I'm going to yeah. pull him to my stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, this guy, Drew Daniels. Uh, keep I, an eye on him.
1: He has, he's one of those guys where, where we, we always complain like, hey, everything it looks all dark, everything's all, all murky and stuff like that. I don't know what's going on. But this guy, this, basically the entire movie, almost 80% of it takes place at night. And you, yeah. and you can see exactly what's going on though, you know what I mean? Even though it's used well, by natural.
0: By only only what the flashlight's looking at. Right, exactly.
1: Like, but I'm, I'm saying it's not everything doesn't run together. You know what I mean? Yeah. That flashlight is strong and it's penetrating. You can see. You know what I mean? You can what see you need to see.
0: Thing. You know what I mean? I would say this is like the more realistic depiction of nighttime. Yeah. Because when you look when you go down a, your the hallway of your house and there's no light around, mm-hmm. it's pitch blackness. Yeah. Right. Unless there's a window open or whatever. But a lot of movies they try and light it up a little bit so you can see what's going on. This one is not afraid to just show you pitch blackness and then just the flashlight. Yeah. I did,
1: this, I did. I did the cinematographer so oh, thumbs yeah. up to cinematographer so what I'm say? thumbs up to the cinematographer <laughs> and Joe Anderson I like him a lot he, he's a good, he's yeah, a good he's actor yeah he's always
0: been a good actor so so yeah, yeah there's always that alright I think that's all we really need to, read, oh, really got, need that's to say that's all I got man I'm <laughs> exhausted now alright thanks for listening my name is Albert you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at albert5x5 you can also find me on other podcast supporters well, I think this is supporters place. you can also find me on other podcast God, <laughs> The Stuff and it. Junk Show which this week we covered uh, two episodes uh, first episode we talk about Ronin Expo and uh, unnecessary debates. And we also did, uh, or doing, did uh, E3, E3 2017. Me and Lewis are going to be talking about that. Also, we also added a new section in the website called Coco Mix Mix. It's a creator owned comics mix. Uh, we do have a strip that me and Lewis are doing, and it's pretty much simply called Who What Where's Why, The Comic. Check it out.
1: And this is John May. You can find me on Twitter, J I A M I N G, last name L I O U.
0: You can send comments to whowhatwearswhy.gmail.com via our Facebook page or through the website. If you want to show your support, the easiest thing to do is to share this show with others. You can also rate and review us on iTunes or AKA Apple Podcasts, uh, which does actually help a lot. If you want to further show your support, visit our merchandise store on Zazzle. You may also want to consider making a pledge on our Patreon page, which you will also get you our exclusive Patreon podcast called Extra Stuff, Extra Spoil, which just reminded me, I still haven't ep- uploaded our episode about the, the nine female superhero thing. I should do that pretty soon Oh well, you're a real professional Music has been provided By the Y-Axis Find them at TheYAxis.com All of the links And information Can be found at com. Alright So the five movies That I saw this past days Alright uh, First one was The Mummy The Tom Ooh. Cruise movie um, <laughs> okay. It is pretty much What you expected Yeah it's probably not gonna deter Universal to continue the Dark Universe thing because it made money overseas. Yeah, as we predicted, actually. So <laughs> it's the
1: Chinese man. The
0: Chinese. <laughs> the Chinese can't get over this. Get over this crap, man. God damn it, the Chinese. Uh, um, the mummy herself wasn't bad. I got no issue with the mummy though.
1: herself. I heard she's
0: wasted though. Just wasted because yeah. yeah. the, the majority of the movies about Tom Cruise. Big surprise. Yeah, but anyways, um, a couple notes. Russell Crowe plays Dr. Jekyll and Mister mm-hmm. Hyde. <gasps> And you actually do see Mr. Hyde. Yeah. That's the one thing I thought they were saving for another movie, but yeah, you actually see Mr. Mm-hmm. Hyde in this one. Uh, very stupidly, I, I would add. <laughs> it was kind of like a contrived reasoning on why Mr. Hyde would even be around. Oh, really? Yeah. Does, like, does I, he hulk out? I, I, he does hulk out. Yeah. I, I would say that there's, there's, uh, this secret layer that, that these people have, have in has mm-hmm. like a um, fingerprint or palm scanner or whatever. Sure. So whenever they, they whenever they open the door, it will say like like Edward, Edward uh, uh, Jekyll or whatever, mm-hmm. right? When he was Mr. Hyde, it actually said Hyde, and I'm like, "What? He, he, you made him purposely turn so that he can get his fingerprint scanned? Yeah. for the Door? What?
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought we. I thought when he's under when he's under the the persona of Hyde, he's like out kind of out of control. Why would he need to access well, no, to the door? No, no. They made room?
0: they made this Hyde be more like like basically he's Jekyll but more crazier and more evil. Oh, fair That's enough. all it is. It isn't like he's like a... And it's like the only the
1: one scene? Because that's the impression I get from the trailers. And no,
0: stuff. no. Jekyll's in, Jekyll's in throughout the movie. Well, oh. most, the majority, a good chunk of the movie is Jekyll. Hyde only had one scene.
1: Oh, I'm saying Russell Crowe in general. I'm talking about the actor. Russ Russell Crowe. Crowe? Yeah, J-
0: Jekyll. I he's mean, actually he, in,
1: in the movie quite a bit. He's in the
0: movie. He's a uh, he's one of the supporting cast. Oh, interesting. All right, yeah. So th- this is the whole like, you know, shared universe thing. Mm-hmm. They are already doing it with this one. Oh. Uh and people asked why did they start with the Mummy? The reason why is because what happens to Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. The whole point of the Mummy, she wanted to to bring the god of death uh I Cyrus or or what sure. I forget the name. Sure. To to the body of a chosen one. Mm-hmm. She chose Tom in this one she chose Tom Cruise. So at the end of the why movie, couldn't it, why couldn't it just be her? Because she wants to, she wants to be, I guess, the the mate of the death or so whatever, horrible, horrible or something horrible. like sounds that.
1: Sounds sexist, man. I thought she was the agent of the the the, the gods of death, and
0: then they, they trapped her. No, she's the mummy. I know, but she uses she used dark dark magic or whatever. So she's middle management. Is that what it is? She's middle management. <laughs> oh my. God. But anyway, so point she's is is that, she's the point is she's a recruiter. The point is that by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise actually is like the God of Death. Right. But he's still Tom Cruise. So he's still, quote unquote, a good guy, except Mm -hmm. he has all his powers now. Right. Right, so I guess that's going to be the uh, the ongoing arc throughout the Dark Universe is the right. Tom Cruise character. That's the reason why the mummy has to be. The and just
1: FYI right for you, Ab. I actually know the entire plot. Don't don't no reason to hide anything because I listen to this podcast, this other podcast. Not that I recommend other podcasts besides this one. That uh, they, <laughs> they they spoil the whole thing and they, they also mentioned like the twist at the end. And so he's he's actually the personification of death. Does, their question is, does that mean death doesn't exist in the universe? He can bring back people to life after they die and stuff like that. And is he going to actually be the bad guy in this series? Because that, that would be the only thing interesting about. This movie, you know, what I mean, well, Did the you thing, have these though. questions as
0: they, well? They, they kind of they imply that he's not a bad guy at the end. Then, what's the point of all this? I don't know. I guess you'll find yeah. out in the next movie, which is supposed to be uh, The Bride of Frankenstein, oh my directed goodness. by Bill Condon. So, yeah. Bill Condon is a pretty renowned director, so we'll see how that goes. Bill Condon's the guy who did Beauty and the Beast, he did the live action Beauty and the Beast, yes, correct. All right, fair enough, you know. Okay, so uh, next what? up, Band Aid. I saw the movie called Band Aid. Have you heard of it? Vaguely. Uh, real, real quick pretty much it's pretty much this couple who fights all the time they decide hey let's create a band and all, all oh, our song yes. lyrics are going to be it was on Kevin and Bean.
1: They, they mentioned it in a mo- movie beat
0: yeah, it's it's a very entertaining movie. I really liked it a lot. Right, you know right. the, the songs are really short, and I kind of wish the songs were slightly better. Yeah. but you know post punk style songs, and they were they were they were good. They were funny. I'll watch this in six months on Netflix. Actually, it's uh, it's gonna be a video demand very soon, so you will actually technically kind of still be, be able to watch it sooner. I might what? actually go ahead and purchase it, so you might be able to watch it through me. Right, fair enough. Okay, it, it, I really like Band Aid. You know, check it out. Sounds adorable. Um, the next movie I saw was Dean, the the, the Dimitri Marty movie. Okay. Okay. Basically, it's uh, it's a, it's him and Kevin Klein. Uh, Kevin Klein, uh, his wife, Dean's mother, passed away. Oh. Uh, Kevin Klein uh, is able to to work through the grieving process. Mm-hmm. At least he's actually working through the grieving process, and Dean is kind of like running away from it. Okay. That's pretty much the basic team. He runs away to L.A. finds uh, finds uh the girl from community. I forget her name. Jillian Jacobs. Jillian Jacobs. You know, so that's kind of him running away from the grieving process, okay. and it. The thing about the movie, though, is it's it's awkward humor. Mm-hmm. I know people said it's like a Woody Allen-esque, but it's mostly just awkward humor. But a lot of it wasn't really that funny. Oh, what really, like really, grabbed me about this movie are the cartoons, which is the which is what Dimitri Martin is known for. His right. little cartoons and the cartoons in the movies are great. Love the cartoons. You know, if, if it was just nothing but the cartoons, I would have probably been okay with it.
1: I have <laughs> no idea what's going on right now. You're talking about like cutaways? They cut to the cartoons? Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like
0: a quick a uh, quick. Uh, uh, a segway, a segway, or was it segway, or was the thing in like Family Guy where they do non sequiturs? Non sequitur. All these non sequitur based on whatever what's happened on the screen. Or whatever. Okay. Okay. You know, the non sequitur cartoons are fantastic. I love okay. that. Okay. Next movie I saw was oh yeah yeah Cups of Night, mm-hmm. and then um I also saw uh, Megan Levy. <laughs> the dog movie. The dog movie. Come well, on, the man. thing is though, it's not, it's not really the dog movie. It's Megan Levy movie. Because I remember when I saw the trailer, like, well, why don't they name the movie based on the dog? Uh-huh. He seems to be the important character. No, it had to be Megan Levy. Megan Levy actually is the important character. Um, it's a very simple movie. It's a very low-key. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, it was supposed to just be an indie film, limited release, but mm-hmm. the trailer caught a lot of people's attention, so they went wide. And I think, I think it deserves it. I think it deserves a wide release. It's not exactly like a, like a spectacular movie. It's not very flashy. There is a sure. war sequence, and that was actually pretty well done, actually, I thought.
1: What's better, Megan Levy or The Mummy? Oh, Mega Levy by far What's the better movie, Dean or The Mummy? Dean What's the better movie, The Mummy or Comes at Night? It Comes the Night What's the better movie, uh, The Band-Aid or uh, The Mummy? Band-Aid So out of the five movies you saw, The Mummy was the worst movie Yes they, So they threw $150 million, they threw Tom Cruise at you and it was still bad Yeah Oh wow! That's... I mean, Tom
0: Cruise knew this, I think, because he tried to get uh, Christopher McQuarrie to to make the script better. Remember? The, oh,
1: really? He 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 played a little script doctor in there. Yeah, he tried. He tried to fix it. That, I, didn't that, I didn't
0: know. I not know. I couldn't notice. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow, that's. <laughs> I have no idea what McQuarrie did to make the script better, because if that's considered better, what yeah. was the original product? Well, I think it's called
1: cash uh, cashing a check. Same thing that Tom Cruise did.
0: But yeah, but leave is really good. Uh, I thought I thought Kate Mara did a really good job. Uh, on the role although from what I read the true story because it's based on true story and the movie is far more dramatic more, far more of course uh, than, than the real life situation yeah of course but so the, 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 movie. the connection between her and the dog is pretty much the key of this movie and it translates to the movie uh, not ashamed to say I cried so there we go oh you big baby <laughs> <ahead>. all right. <laughs> it's it's a good movie okay anyways uh, yeah and there we go this has been another episode of Spoilers Please, which is part of the Who What Worse Why Network. Holy crap, I watched way too many. Users.